Today's Word Podcast with Rick Pena. Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I bring you today's word for July 31st, two, July 31st, 2018. I need to slow down sometimes. I do talk fast. So I'm teaching a series entitled Expecting the Word to Work. As a believer, we should come to the Word, the Word of God. Know that this is the Word that came from God. And when we receive it, we should expect that word to work in our lives is it should produce a harvest we're learning in the parable of the sower that every word from god comes with the potential to produce a hundredfold return in our lives so we've been studying the parable of the sower this is part 32 of the series i'm calling this this message today real i like this title a simple life as a believer once you're born again once you get the word of god once you discover your divine purpose listen You can actually live a simple life. Life is a lot less complicated when you know who you are and what you were sent to this planet to do. That's what I'm going to talk about today. So Jesus said this about we've been studying the parable of the sower. We're talking about the third type of soil, which is the thorny ground or thorny weeds. And this is what Jesus said about this type of soil or the people that are like this. He said others are like the seed that's planted amongst the thorny weeds. They hear the teaching of God, the word of God. But their lives become full of other things. Don't make this mistake. Don't let your life become full of other things. Jesus said, what are the other things? He, he gives us three categories. The cares of this world, the love of money, and everything else they want. I've already taught about the cares of this world. I've already taught about the love, taught about the love of money. And now I'm teaching about everything else they want. He says, listen, do not allow your, your life to become full of other things, things that you want that were not birthed in my heart. He says that if you do, then these things kind of grow up like weeds and they choke out the word and the word does not produce a harvest in their lives. Jesus is telling us um, in this parable how to live, how to respond to the word, how to receive the word, and then what not to do. And these three types of soils, he's telling us what not to do so that we can get to the fourth type of soil, which is good ground, so that the word can work in our lives. People who, who don't listen to what Jesus is saying and make their lives full of the cares of this world or the love of money or the pursuit of other things, which we'll deal with on today, these are people that run the risk of missing out on God's best. And they also run the risk of making their lives a tireless pursuit of something that was not birthed in the heart of God for them. So God made plans for me before the world began. God made plans for you before the world began. And so our life should be about that. We cannot decide our purpose. Our purpose must be discovered, not decided, because God decided before the world began. So what does this mean to you today? I'm talking about a simple life. As a believer, you can actually live a simple life. Life becomes a lot more simple when you have divine vision, when you know who you are, and when you know where you're going. What does this mean to you today? I have four things to share with you on this Tuesday morning. I want, now, as I get into this, open up your heart to receive what God is saying through me. You ready? Here we go. Number one, God has given you, me too, the keys to success, happiness, and eternal security. He's done it. And these keys are found in his word, the 66 books of the Bible. If you allow God's word, God's instruction to to become the foundation for your decisions and your actions, 
then you will experience an amazing life. I mean, that's pretty simple, right? If you make the word of God the foundation, if you make the word of God the ruler by which you judge every decision, then you will live an amazing life. You will live the life that God birthed you to live. However, Jesus is teaching us that if you allow your life to become full of other things, things that do not align with God's kingdom plans and purposes for you, then you run the risk of living as someone that you were never meant to be. Now think about that for a minute. God sent you to this earth. You're not a mistake. You were born where you were born. You were born when you were born because of why you were born. But if you spend your life becoming someone you were not sent to the earth to become, then you're going to do things that you were not designed to do. You're going to pursue things that you were not designed to pursue. And you're going to have a hard time doing it. You're going to not only just miss out on God's best, but you're going to have a miserable time in the process because you're going to be living as someone that you were not designed to live as. Number two, God made plans for you before the world began. I mean, there's lots of scriptures that support that. I've been teaching that for years. God planned for your arrival. He brought you to this earth at just the right time. And along with that, because he planned for your arrival, he already stored up everything that you would ever need to be successful. So then true success is directly connected to your divine purpose. You cannot be successful. Look at me. God made plans for you before the world began. You cannot be successful outside of those plans. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter where you live. It doesn't matter what you drive. It doesn't matter what title you have. It doesn't matter how many letters you have after your last name on your signature block. It does not matter. It doesn't matter what people call you. It doesn't matter what awards you get. You cannot be successful outside of the plans that God made for you before the world began. Success can only be measured in purpose. It cannot be measured in money. It cannot be measured in fame. It can only be measured in purpose. If you are not living the life that God sent you to this planet to live, then you are not a success in God's eyes and you are failing to make the impact that you were sent to this earth to make. This is why Jesus warned us against making our lives full of other things. Our lives cannot become full of other things. Our lives must become full of God and his pursuit and his purpose. If we allow our lives to become full of the pursuit of selfish desires, things that were birthed in our heart and not birthed in the heart of God, then we are wasting the one life that we get. Let me say that again. You only get one life. You only get one life. I only get one life. Let's not waste this one shot that we have at life pursuing something that God did not design for us to pursue, pursuing something that was birthed in our heart and not in God's. So don't chase stuff. I say this all, all the time, Matthew 6 and 33. Don't make your life about chasing things. Make your life about chasing God and his divine purpose. And God can see to it that things chase you when you're chasing him. Number three, we make our life hard and confusing when we pursue things that are outside of God's will. We actually do. I mean, we, we do this to ourselves. In, in the military, we call that a self-inflicted wound, right? We're hurting ourselves. We make our lives hard. We make our lives confusing when we're pursuing things that are outside of God's will for us. But when we strip away everything that's not like God, when we strip away everything that's not connected to the life that we were born to live, then life becomes simple. At that point, we, can, we know who we are, we know what we're born to do, and then we can spend our lives doing it. 
<laughs> and that comes with a level of fulfillment that is supernatural. You get to, I, I mean, you get to look in the mirror and know that you know who you are and you're doing what you were sent to this planet to do. And that gives you a level of fulfillment that you could never get from anything else or anyone else in this world. And when you live this way, this is one of the things I love about this. When you live this way, you can never be jealous of anyone else because you know who you are. You know that they have their own race, right? So they're running their own race and they have their own grace. So they're running their race with their grace and you're running your race with your grace and, and you don't have anything to be jealous of because they have their own assignment and you have your own assignment. So when you're living this way and you can celebrate each other, you can celebrate your divine uniqueness. You can celebrate the divine uniqueness of other people. You can celebrate the diversities of giftings and callings without jealousy and you can walk in divine unity. And the body of Christ, when we live this way, when we have this mindset, there's a level of unity, a level of cohesion in the church, in the body of Christ that, watch this, scares the hell out of Satan. Now, I'm not cursing, I'm just saying, it scares the hell out of Satan when he sees us unified, when he sees us walking in our purpose, when he sees us celebrating one another, when he sees us building each other up and never tearing each other down. Satan doesn't like that because what he wants is he wants us to be full of pride. He wants us to be chasing and stuff. He wants us to be using our words to tear people down. He wants us to live like him in this world. And watch this. Unfortunately, you can be born again. You can be a Christian. You can say that you love God and you can live that way. You can be so influenced by Satan that your life is just full of other things and you are puffed up with pride and you're, you have selfish pursuits and you're tearing other people down and you're comparing yourself to everyone else. And so you're comparing yourself by yourself and you're lifting yourself up. And, and so you're exalting yourself. And unfortunately, the Bible says that if you exalt yourself at one point, you're going to have to be humble. But if you humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, God will exalt you in due season. Listen, I've done both. I've exalted myself and God had to humble me. I've humbled myself and God has exalted me. I've done both. Take it from me. When you humble yourself and God exalts you, it is a lot better. And when you live this way, right, where you know who you are and you're just doing your thing and I'm walking in my divine assignment and I'm pursuing the, uh, the life that God sent me to this earth to pursue and I can celebrate other people. I don't have anything to be jealous about. Life becomes a lot more simple. Number four and finally, last thing, when your singular focus in life is doing what God sent you to this planet to do, you become constrained by vision. You, when you get a revelation of your divine purpose, that purpose will give birth to vision. Divine vision is sight, birth from insight with the benefit of hindsight. Let me say that again. Divine vision, this is what Dr. Miles Monroe said, the late Dr. Miles Monroe. Divine vision is sight, birth from insight with the benefit of hindsight. God provides you vision because he wants you to live your life with clarity. So he wants you, he wants life to be real simple. Solomon taught, taught us in Proverbs 29 and 18 that those without vision cast off restraint. People that don't have vision, they don't have any restraint. They just do everything. But conversely, those who have clear vision from God are restrained by that vision. People with vision don't do everything. Their vision restrains them from pursuing every opportunity, from accepting every offer, and from allowing their lives to become full of other things. See, when you have the clarity that comes from divine vision, then your life is simple. You know who you are, you know where you're going, and you do not allow yourself to be distracted by anyone or by anything. 
You're not just chasing stuff. You're chasing God. And, and you're not moved. And you're not easily moved. And you don't do everything. Because you're not sent to this earth to do everything. And you're, 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 you know that you don't have the grace to, to reach everyone. Because you're not sent to this earth to reach everyone. So you have an assignment. You know who you are. And you're, you're walking. You're doing you. Right? You're doing you. You're doing the you that God sent you to this earth to do. And when you live that way, your life is a lot more simple. It's a simple life. So let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to repeat after me now in faith from a believing heart. Say this. Say, Father, this is a season of expectation for me. My expectation is tied to your word and to the plans that you made for me before the world began. I strip away everything that is not like you. I declare that your purpose for my life is my singular pursuit. I have no other desire. I have no other assignment. You sent me to this earth for a reason. And I will accomplish my assignment before I die. I refuse to allow my life to become full of other things. My life is full of you, Father, and my divine purpose. Now, living this way, I get to tap into the abundance of grace that you provided me before the world began. And I also get to experience your best every day. My life is simple clear and focused. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Come on, please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. There's a subscribe button on the right hand side of the website. Sign up and get the messages. They are going to be a blessing to you. This is the type of message that you want to think about it. You want to meditate on it. You want to medicate on it. You want to receive it. You might want to watch it again or listen to it. Listen and share this message with someone. This is the type of message that people need to hear so that we can, first of all, discover our purpose, walk in our divine assignment, make a life a lot less uh, complicated. And also so we can build each other up and stop fighting against each other and backbiting and talking about one another. There's really nothing to be jealous about. We all have our own race. We all have our own grace. Now you walk into this day and you live the grace life. You walk in the grace that God gave you to maximize today. God bless you.